Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the EFG Daily Commute. My name is Stephen Dutzman. I am your host. I am also the founder of EngagedFamilyGammy.com. That's a website where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give everyone the information they need to get their family game on. Today, we're going to talk about some leaks from over the weekend. So, all right. Um, I can't not talk about news, even though Blizzard is, you know, Blizzard right now. Um, BlizzCon is this coming weekend. It is November 1st and 2nd. Um, There are panels planned across both days where they will be announcing significant game announcements. Um, As of Friday, as of Thursday, I think, six of those panels were still unannounced, and I haven't seen them be clarified since. Um, However, last night, um, or actually yesterday morning, ESPN, um, so this is a pretty reliable source, reported um, that Overwatch 2 will be not only announced at BlizzCon, but will be playable. So here we are, Overwatch, getting a sequel. Um, it's a, It was a remarkably popular game. It has its own pro tour. It has a sports leagues. Like, they have a team owned by the Kraft Foundation that also owns uh, the New England Patriots. So the th- this is not a surprise that they would want to create something new along with Overwatch. Now, we don't know all of the details, uh, but there's a few things that they talked about um, that I think are worth talking, that, that are worth discussion. I think the first thing is, if it is playable on the show floor at BlizzCon, it really, that means it's close. That means probably not this fall, because that's a little soon, but it is not out of the question that it would be available next spring, next summer, or something like that. Um, Overwatch 2 would be huge. The first Overwatch game was a massive runaway success, um, and I can't imagine that Overwatch 2 would not follow suit. Um, But the fact that they were able to kind of keep that under wraps until now... Uh, a week before is pretty impressive. Um, so if the, it is in fact playable, not behind closed doors playable, you know, if it is actually playable, that'll be pretty cool. Um, I think it also means, and I think this would be a good thing, that the gameplay will not be that much different from the first game. Um, this does give them, calling it Overwatch 2, does give them a an opportunity to trim the roster a little bit, make significant changes to characters that are not just updates. Um, they could, there's any number of things that they could do. Um, but because of the way Overwatch 1 is, Tracer is Tracer, and you can't really do much to change Tracer. But Overwatch 2, they absolutely could just change Tracer. Um, so it'd be very interesting to see, you know, how that works. Um, the the next piece that I think was very interesting, um, they're going to add uh, PVE elements. Now, for those of you that don't are, you know, not 
heavy into the gaming lingo that listen to my podcast, PVE stands for player versus environment. This stands as kind of an opposite to player versus player. So when most people think of Overwatch, you think that it's a online competitive multiplayer shooter only, right? And that's actually turned a lot of people off. There are plenty of people, and even anecdotally for me, that really enjoy Overwatch lore, that enjoy Overwatch characters, that like the idea of an Overwatch of the Overwatch game. However, they just don't want to play competitive multiplayer shooters. They struggle with them. They get frustrated with them. Um, so as a result, they they don't engage, or maybe they play every once in a while. PVE content, e, 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 i.e., a story, a story mode, or you know, Left 4 Dead style, uh, which would be like four-player cooperative missions, could change all of that and give people who don't want to play competitive shooters a vector to participate in the game. Um, I think that sounds great, and I know that that's something that. I can't imagine that they didn't think about that at some point. Um, in fact, a lot of the seasonal events, like for example, the Halloween event, are four-player cooperative, player versus play, uh, player versus environment events. You know, the Junkenstein uh, event is playing against a series, like a series of waves of enemies and bosses that pop up, etc. There really is no reason they could not do that in a PvE campaign. Um, It would be great. I think people would really enjoy it. And they could reuse the same assets and character models as the the actual game. It'd be great. Um, So that's the second part of the announcement. Um, I kind of feel like that's a no-brainer. I felt like story-driven content was eventually going to find its way in as, like, DLC. And maybe that's how it started. But this could be one of those situations where all these cool DLC ideas kind of just got too big and they decided to just make it a sequel. Um, So, player versus environment content sounds great. Do I expect, like, a full story-driven single-player campaign that involves all these characters? Probably not but I could absolutely imagine a game mode where you get to play through a one or two hour campaign as Tracer or, you know, and maybe they release new ones like bespoke, um, very short story modes for the different characters over time. I think that could be super cool. Um, especially if they were really smart about how they did level design and maps Um, for the multiplayer modes, they would probably be able to reuse some of those assets in, like, shorter single-player missions. Um, So, yeah, that's the next piece. On to some of the more basic stuff. They did indicate that they were going to announce a brand-new combat, like, mode, which they they have not added a new one since the game launched. It's always been... Um, you know, the, like the checkpoints or payload, I'm not even really sure what the modes are called, but adding a new mode that has new gameplay mechanics or new kind of objectives, uh, something they haven't done in a while. And, um, so I think that's a great ad. Uh, it's kind of a gimme, especially if you're going to make a sequel. Um, and then the last thing is, and this one of course they're going to announce a new character at uh, BlizzCon. The new character's name is Echo. 
um, and we don't know who it is. Uh, I mean, well, they've shown us before, but we don't know what they do. Uh, it's kind of an, uh, my interpretation is it's kind of an android looking thing. We're going to find out more. Um, character reveals for um, new characters for Overwatch are always, you know, off the charts cool. This game just has some tons of really cool style to it. Um, the character art is awesome. Uh, and I really enjoy how they kind of fold them into the game. Um, really cool stuff. So, all of this is Overwatch 2, and so I guess that leaves me with some questions. So, is Overwatch 2 a standalone game? Um, I would not be surprised, actually, if Overwatch 2 was just an update to the first game. You know, a DLC pack that you could buy. You know, maybe they'll sell it. Obviously, they would sell a separate edition that included Overwatch 1, but gave you the Overwatch 2 pack, or whatever they call it, or you could just download it digitally, because I, I really struggle with, you know, how they would, they don't want to split the message, that's why DLC was always free, new characters were always free, because they didn't want to split their audience, they wanted everybody to play every character, whether they paid for them or not, and I think that makes sense. And I really struggle coming up with a scenario where it would be a great idea to split their audience. Um, because, and, and they would. I mean, there are plenty of people who would stick around and just play Overwatch 1. And so they need to make it as easy as possible to kind of upgrade to Overwatch 2. Uh, and I guess the next question is, and we just follow that right down the line, what does that mean for the Overwatch League? Are they going to be playing Overwatch 2? Are they going to be playing both? I would presume they'd be playing the quote-unquote top-of-the-line game, but it's tough to say. Because, you know, you want the eSport to be about the game that everybody's playing? I don't know. I'd love to hear your thoughts. So, <coughs> that's Overwatch 2. It's getting announced this weekend, apparently, according to ESPN, and yeah, we will have more reactions as it is announced. So, I hope you guys have a great day. I will talk to you soon, uh, and until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. Bye now.